Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Vindication, baby. Vindication for former national vice president of the thug riders capo he has been fighting for a couple years now against the state of new jersey regarding his firing and he was arrested with this it was unbelievable the story we've covered it black dragons covered it and finally they have thrown out the case on this now a lot behind this has to do with his membership in the thug riders motorcycle club and remember when the club started out way back it wasn't a 1% club, and that was the period in that Capo was around. But he was a correctional officer at a New Jersey state prison, and he got into a situation where an inmate got loose, beat him up really bad. He's had some back issues going on, and he couldn't work anymore. Now... As soon as that happened, all hell started breaking loose for him with New Jersey. You know what it is? They probably didn't just want to pay the guy. You know, that's what we know about our government is they don't want to pay. what, And they don't want to admit when they are wrong. So this is why it is so cool that he got cleared and they put gang membership and the side gig. He had a food truck business that he was doing. But because of all this uh, stuff from uh, New Jersey, he lost it. And he did some stints in the hospital because of the stress and all that kind of stuff. Nobody should have to go through stress the way he did. This played out in the media real good. And I, I can't I don't know shit. It was probably pretty damn hard for him to go through. So when this story popped up, I was like, damn, man, it's about time uh, they leave the guy alone and stuff. Let's check it out right now. This out of the dailyvoice.com. This is by Jerry DeMarco. And this is an update on this story because, like I said, it's been going on and on and on and on. New Jersey admits errors? Oh my goodness gracious, they actually admitted they were wrong for once. Clears correctional officer over motorcycle gang membership and his side gig. You notice how they say motorcycle gang membership. They probably need to learn the history of the thug riders right there before they go around calling them a gang and stuff. Anyway, but that's what they always do in the news, isn't it? They'll call uh, clubs gangs all the time. We just got, we're used to it. We're used to it. 
Anyway, New Jersey authorities have dropped a case against a correctional police officer. I guess that's what they call them in New Jersey. Here in Illinois, they're just called COs. Who had been accused of hiding his membership in two outlaw motorcycle gangs. Now, as far as I know, he disputed the one and was not a member of that club. And that was the Thunder Guards, they were saying. But he was the national vice president of the Thug Riders. But that just shows you they didn't do their research on this one, did they? Ruben Morales, who worked at the state prison in Newark, had also been accused of hiding a food truck business he worked on the side. And I don't understand why that even would become a big deal. He was making his money. It's now illegal to be a correctional officer and then own a business on the side. I don't get where they're thinking as the state. But it is New Jersey we're talking about, too. Uh, going on here. All the accusations were recently nullified, however, with the dismissal of a state indictment that had been filed against him. Uh, Morales, a correctional officer, for 20 years he worked for them. 20 years. And that's how an employer treats them. But isn't that uh, the line nowadays? There is no uh, loyalty to workers anymore. Come on, you had that uh, threat of the train uh, rail strike. All they wanted was seven days of sick days. And they couldn't even give them that. Uh, the things finally changed last month when a Superior Court judge in Newark approved the state attorney general offices Request for dismissal. Good stuff right there, dismissal. Uh, and it took them this long. Anyway, investigators have failed to record their interview with Morales. Among other missteps, authorities explained in court records, Morales said he was also wasn't told he was under arrest for nearly two hours. And when he finally was, wasn't read his Miranda rights. Yeah. How can you imagine being under arrest for two hours and not knowing you were arrested because they wanted to play some slimy little games? But that's cops. You know, that's the way cops are. We know how that works. Anyway, Supreme Court Judge Verna G. Leith ordered the indictment against Morales dismissed with prejudice, which prevents the state from refiling the same charges against him, according to records. Hopefully, this is going to be one of them deals where they don't try to back-end him again. He cannot be charged with the same stuff, but you know how prosecutors are. They can always come up with uh, a different charge, if you will. Sad state of affairs right there. Uh, the State Department of Correction had uh, suspended Morales from his job in the Maximum Security Unit at Northern State Prison across from Newark Airport pending the outcome. So let's see what happens there with them. If they're going to try to give them a retirement package, a pension, I don't know what it works like out there. Uh, my question is, where was the corrections uh, officer union on this? 
Uh, he is uh, expected to resume his pursu uh, pursuit of a medical retirement. There's what he's going to do right there uh, while seeking reimbursement for pay he lost during the ordeal. He also has a civil rights lawsuit against the state, the DOC, and the prison allegate, uh, alleging retaliation, intentional infliction of emotional distress. After this, I would have to say he has a pretty damn good chance of taking this on right there. They put him through a hell of a deal. They really did. Again, uh, if you heard Black Dragon cover this one, and when it first started going off, man, I fell for this guy. Let's go on here. He's been out of work uh, for 16 months with a severe back uh, injury. How it happened was an inmate escaped his cell through a broken door and beat him. Uh, when uh, what he thought would be a discussion about retirement turned into his arrest. That in August of 2020. Now here's where they tried to get him hemmed up. Morales argued that he left the Thug Riders and the Thunder Guards Motorcycle Club in 2017 when he and another correctional officer bought the food truck. He was always uh, open about his membership in the groups, and I think they threw the Thunder Guards in there because they were a 1% club, and at the time... Uh, of 2017, I'm not for sure. I don't remember uh, what he said about this, but he left before they turned into a one percenter club. So there shouldn't have been any problem with him having a membership in the Thug Riders, but they threw in the Thunder Guards there because it is a one percent club. You know how it is in New Jersey. These New Jersey fools, man, let me tell you, with their New Jersey Crime Commission and all that crap, come on, give me a break. Uh, Morales said he also complied with requirements to disclose the food truck business and avoided any activity that could re-injure him while he was out on workman's comp. And again, he eventually lost that business uh, and had to be uh, temporarily hospitalized after the stress became too much to handle. It's really interesting what a state or government will put somebody through in order to skirt their responsibilities. Come on. The guy was attacked by an inmate. He got busted up pretty bad. It shouldn't have been a non-issue when it came to paying him. He was there doing his job. He was there for 20 years. And that's disgusting that employers don't stick by their employees anymore. If you actually look at it, it's very rare that anybody would be around for 20 years. Most of the time, people switch jobs like they switch underwear. So for him to put the loyalty into the state, the state should have done the same thing for him. But congratulations, uh, Capo, hopefully... 
uh, your civil rights case goes good for you, and uh, great outcome to this story. Uh, don't forget, Second Channel, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Motorcycle News. We cover everything except motorcycle clubs on that channel. Motorcycle reviews, motorcycle news, uh, what's going on in the scene, all that good stuff. So it's in the pinned comment section. Go down there, check it out. We'll be right back with China Dow right after this. I wish I could feel it all for you. If I could, I would take back all that you've been through. And I would find a safer place for you to rip. When you've come undone, I wish I could take the
Are you ready? It's the first thing I switch on. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classic. The top ready to rumble. WMMRDB Rockford. When have you ever heard me with no filter? I'm telling you, it's hard to even remember when I didn't have a filter. How are you doing, China Dow? What's up with you this morning? I had you a lot this weekend. I was like in a nightmare. I was. I was in a nightmare with you. How am I a nightmare? Friday and Saturday, you were off of work. And then I didn't get rid of you until Sunday at 3. I know. <clears throat> and what'd you do all weekend? Nothing. You laid in bed, didn't you? Yes. Why is it you get a two days off in a row <laughs> and you want to lay in bed like a lazy bum? Why? Why not? What's wrong with it? Ew, there's a lot of wrong. You know what? You're supposed to be making sandwiches. You're supposed to be cleaning the house. I don't but no. Wanna. What do you mean you don't want to? I don't want to. I told you to go make me a sandwich. And that didn't work out too well, did it? No. It didn't work out any better trying to get me to get you ice cream, did it? No. I'll throw it up the stairs. Yeah, I'll throw it up the stairs. I ain't walking back up the stairs. You can do it. I'm not cleaning the mess. <laughs> I'm not. It's Monday fun day. Yes, we're starting out the week as usual again. Uh, I hate Mondays. I really do. I hate Mondays. So do I. Yeah, uh, but you know what's good for I sleep Mondays? I on Mondays. No. Uh, what's good about Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we have a new episode over on the other channel, Motorcycle News. Today, we're going to be talking about the top five uh, best bikes for beginners, man. They're going to see my list, and they're going to freaking bounce on me. That's what they're going to do. They're going to bounce on me. I know it. I know my. I know my audience. They're going to say, Hollywood, you've been smoking that weed too much. Were you on hotcars.com again? I had, no, I actually, well, yeah, I did some from that one. And then I uh, looked at some other ones. Hot cars. And you got to remember, everybody, I'm just not a Harley only guy. I, I like everything with two wheels. And I think a lot of the adventure bikes coming out is like badass. So we talk about uh, adventure bikes, sport bikes, everything on this one. Some cruisers, but yeah, I'm just not a Harley guy only, man. Uh, and I think that actually, if you ask me, BMW is the best out there. Just have to say. So how is everything else going with you today? It's going. It's going. It's huh? going. You're not so much in an uppity up mood like you always are. Yes, I am. I learned something today. Oh, God. I did. I learned something over the weekend besides you're a lazy bum. <laughs> is the world has become less kind. It has. It has become less kind. And... I have to say some good stuff this weekend was watching some movies with you. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get to one of the best movies. And I'm not, I'm not overstating this at all. That pertains to our subject later on. While the, why the world has become less kind. 
I was blown away, wasn't I? Yes. That is the first time I actually got blown away on a movie. Here I am. I'm sitting doing some flash artwork and stuff like that for tattoos. And I was like, wow, I got enamored into this movie and I actually stopped doing the flash artwork, you know, cause right now I'm doing some black and gray work and all that stuff, you know, getting back into the groove and I couldn't pay attention to what I was doing. And I don't know what made me pick this, but it was unbelievable. So we're going to talk about that in a second. You got news coming up here? Yeah. I I know. I got one. You got got one. one. I am going to start something out, and I want you to ask. I want a concrete answer from you. Oh. Okay. Concrete answer. No bullshit. Okay. Let's have a debate here. No, Lord. Either that, you're going to be throwing shit at me. Now. I want to know 100% your thoughts. You either agree or you disagree and why. Elon Musk just posted a couple days ago. I love Twitter now. It's so fun watching these libtards cry like little bitches. He put, I strongly disagree. Forcing your pronouns upon others when they didn't ask and implicitly ostracizing those who don't is neither good nor kind to anyone. Do you believe? For for one, I don't understand this pronoun use. I'm a little old school. I don't understand it. People come up with all kinds of bullshit. Now, Elon Musk came out with his pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Yeah. What the hell? (laughs) Yes. So do you believe in what he was saying? Forcing your pronouns upon others when they didn't ask and implicitly ostracizing those who don't is neither good or kind to anyone. Do you believe that they should force these pronouns on everybody else to agree with. Uh, forcing them? Why, why would, uh, uh, how do you force them people? Because if they degree, disagree with you going around saying, well, these are my pronouns. What the hell does that mean for one? Truly, number one, what's it mean? Number one, that means whether they want to be known as he or him, or she, or her, or they, or them. That doesn't make no sense to me. I don't Say think that they again. Sh- that makes no sense <laughs> to me. If they want to be called she, or her, he, okay. or him, they, or them. So shouldn't they just call them he, she, and them? No. That makes no sense. He, him. What are you talking about? And I thought I was a hooked on phonics English dropout. That's what I mean. He, him, what? He or him. He or him. How can you be a him? (laughs) Some people want to be a him. They want to be called a him instead of a he. Okay. How do you use that in a sentence? You don't. What do you mean you don't? You want to educate me on pronouns. I want to know. 
he is over there. Instead of saying he is over there, you say him is over there. What the fuck? The sentences aren't always going to make sense. And you approve of this? I don't approve it being forced on people. If you ask them what their pronouns are, then that's expected now, for them to tell Hollywood you. is at a bar. Mm-hmm. And I walk up to somebody and say, hey, what's up there, dude? Well, my pronoun is he and him. Do you imagine what the fuck's going to happen in there? It's not going to end well. I'm going to get stupid. Because I got no filter. I'm not politically correct. I'm going to punch him in the mouth. Tell him to go back and learn English. Well, most of the time, if they're going to tell you their pronouns, it's because they're transgender. That ain't my problem. So if they're saying they're he or him, it's because it's a female that's now considering themselves a male. So that's how they do it. Yes. You know, why do they got to I'm not going to go up to somebody me. and say, call me she or her, because I'm obviously a female. Is this more of it's mainly, a generational thing? It's mainly the transgender that uses the pronouns. Okay, again, is this mainly a generational thing with these slucks that are Generation Z? No, I don't know. Is it them know. who in, uh, I lose invented track, them? I lose track on who's what generation. <laughs> yeah, but I is really it do. these younger kids that came up with this stupid <laughs> shit? Pretty much. What world do they live in? Their own. They don't live in the real world? Yeah, well, they kind of live in their own plus ours. <laughs> it's no wonder when uh, Musk said at Twitter... For one, there is no more teleworking, whatever that's called. And two, he said, you're going to work and you're going to work hard. And they all went batshit crazy. I thought full time was 40 hours a week. Not anymore. These people don't want to work. Full time is now considered anything over 32. 32 hours. 32. 32 hours is considered full time now. I need to join a union for this show. I work too much. They're slave driving me over here. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? But you agree they shouldn't be pushing this shit on everybody else. They shouldn't push it. If the person's wanting to know, a person's going to ask. I ain't going to ask. Well, most people do. Most people go up to somebody and says, what's your pronouns? Only if they're transgender. Oh, I got to. So if they're a chick with a wiener. Yeah. I got to go up and say, what's your pronouns? You don't have to. Well, they expect it. Well, they shouldn't expect it. Why do I got to do these things? That's when they're going to be. I guess I ain't a cool kid. If you call them by the incorrect pronoun, a person that's transgender is going to correct you and say no. What do you mean? If it's a transgender, meaning a chick with a dick. Right. Meaning it's a guy, but dressing as a female. Right. And you say bro or dude or something like that. They're going to be like, no, I go by either she or her or they or them. And then we're going to get in an argument. Probably. 
I'm going to get in an argument. I'm going to say you got an Adam's apple, dude. Most likely. With you, yeah, it'll be an argument. She, then she's going to have to, you know, try to cat scratch me. I'm going to punch her in the mouth. Well, at least you said she. That's what happens. <laughs> See, that's why I can never go to this bar you go to. Why? Because they got trans shows. I wouldn't do good. No, you wouldn't. And I don't believe that's my I mean, fault. I, I, I'm I'm present in the bar during those shows, but I and they come up to you. They do when they're downstairs. I don't go upstairs for the actual show, though. Yeah, but they come down to you. My question is, how does the town folks around here look at that? Seriously, usually the ones that go bunch of shit kickers. Usually the ones that end up going to the bar on that said night are all okay with it. You usually don't see anybody else come in. And they go around using these pronoun things. Yeah. Majority of the ones that were at the drag show the last time, all except one went by, they they were male dressed as female. So they all went by he because they only do it to make money. Mm -hmm. But there was one that lives that way. And she goes, she goes by. Oh, time out. You said something here. Time out. Now I got something else I got to talk about. What they only dress like that to make money. Mm-hmm. So Most how do I know everybody who does that is it out there trying to seek attention or making money? You don't. So then why should I care? I mean, the majority of them that were there at the last drag show, they basically were. They only dress that way at night when they do their shows during the day. They go as themselves as men. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, never go to that bar or you'll be China's next serial killer profile. <laughs> I just ain't good in these type of situations. I get uncomfortable. And when I get uncomfortable, I get mouthy. It's just something I can't handle. It's true. Because I was raised a different way. And it's always stuck with me. And see, that's what I don't like. Is well, it doesn't matter. You have to conform to what these kids say <coughs> when in reality we weren't raised like that and they won't understand that. I mean, I wasn't raised like that either. I just learned. No, it's not that you learned. It's because you have a fucking silver spoon that you grew up with and you're a liberal in hiding. And I am not a you just go with the flow. Hiding. Where I don't believe in going with the flow. I believe in what we were taught. Actually, let me ask Everybody you. Everybody in this world has the right to choose how they want to live their own life. But they I'm don't have the right to, to push it on me. I'm not here to judge how other people want to live their life. They want to dress as a female, dress as a female. They want to dress as a male, dress as a male. But that's not what all but this just, is about. But I agree. Don't force it on other people. And why should they get mad when you're trying to force it on me? Well, Look see, at my little brat kid. Which one? My brat. That Our lives daughter? up north. Yeah, she's a brat. <laughs> yeah. She can't understand that I was raised in a different time with a different set of values, with a different set of thinking. Yeah. So I should go and bow down to her thinking 
because she wants me to feel bad about the way I think. Now, I think she's doing a wonderful thing. Yeah. I do. Why? Because of what she's doing at school? Yes, I believe it's beautiful. She's helping people. She's helping a lot of people. But with me, don't push it on me. She's not going to push it on you. Not her, but them. No. She just basically wants you to agree with the fact that people should be able to live their life the way that they want to. I have always agreed to that. And if you don't agree with it and you're stuck in a situation where you know you're going to run your mouth, you walk away from the No, situation. no, 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 no. Why should I walk away? If they want to push stuff on me or they want to have an opinion and but, they want to have a point of view, why can't I? Okay, but it's not all of, all gay or it's it's not all transgenders. It, it has nothing to do with what they are. They don't put not all of them push their views on you or other people. Not all of them okay. do. Not in person. But all over the place on this internet thing. Okay. Now let's take them out of the equation. Do you believe because you have a competing view of a subject that you should not speak your mind on a subject? Yeah, everybody should be able to speak their mind. It's called freedom of speech. Okay, freedom of the speech. The problem is nowadays is the freedom of speech isn't free anymore. Why? Because of the government. Not because of the government, because people, these younger generation little pricks, want to push their viewpoint on people and don't want them people to have a viewpoint back. That is what leads to censorship. Well, I've always said if you can if you're gonna dish it out, you should be able to take it too. Exactamundo. If they're gonna, I mean, if somebody's gonna try and force their opinion on you no matter what their opinion is of whatever the topic is they should be able to take what you're going to dish back at them because you should be able to respond to whatever somebody said now don't i always say what you do in the bedroom is your business i don't care if you want to marry people because you know what quite frankly let's talk about that let's talk about gay marriage it was the church that really hardcore went behind that in the middle evil times because of Henry V or Henry VIII, my problem. Before then, men could have as many wives as they wanted. But because he wanted to get an annulment, they pushed this hardcore. Now, marriage, I don't believe, comes into somebody else is thinking I can't push my thought what happened only God can judge what happened to that only God can judge me no other person can so why can't they have the right to do what they want I have always said that have I not yeah do what you want just don't force the shit on me we can have a discussion about it my views, your views, but don't try to cut me off and call me racist or call me homophobe when I ain't like that. I was like, damn, that second movie we watched, there was a gay chef. I was like, man, he's pretty cool. 
<laughs> it don't I don't care if he's bobbing. That's his choice. But I th- and I think a lot of people think that way. Yeah. A lot of people, even our generation, think that way. Do you? I can't judge you as a person. I can't judge what you're doing. Only the old man upstairs can. And it kind of upset me when I seen this deal with Elon Musk. When he says his pronouns were prosecute Fauci and then had to come back and say what he said. You cannot push your ideology on anybody else. It isn't right. I do. I believe that all, uh, what is it? LGBTQ plus something, whatever, minus three. (laughs) Minus three. (laughs) They have a right to live peacefully. They have a right to be safe. They have a right to have all the rights that we have as heterosexuals. They have all them rights. And nobody should try to take them away from them. They're human beings, and I believe no human should be hurt for what they believe. That's why we got fucking wars, because our dumb asses as humans can't get along and sit at a table and say, hey, this is what needs to be worked out. Actually, if I seen one being messed with, I'd jump in and be like, hey, dude, get fucking lost. I wouldn't let nobody get picked on. But at the same time, I don't want it being forced on me. I could be the best friend in the world to anybody. But don't call me this and don't call me that. Like our daughter does, the brat. (laughs) And that's where her understanding doesn't come in. I think her mind's like your head, small. (laughs) Wow. Because she don't want another viewpoint because she went through that liberal ass college. That's because she's like you. She always wants to be right. Are you saying that's what I do? You hate when you're wrong. No. Do I or do I not come out and say, hey, I fucked up? Depends on the scenario. Oh, don't give me that depends on the scenario stuff. You know that to be true. It's a source of pride for me. I'm wrong. Say it. But yeah. she won't do it. No. All she does, if you if you guys get in a disagreement, or even if me and her get in one, she just hangs up. Or if we're texting, she'll stop texting. And that right there, no. But it's constantly crammed down our throats from uh, gay AIDS, medication commercials, the TV shows. Well, to you, it's gross. Fine. But that doesn't mean that they can't live their lives the way they want to live. But just don't push it on us. Am I right or wrong? So I believe that kind of stuff has led the world to be less kind. And that's what we're going to talk about after your news story. AIDS medication. You stumped trying to doubt. That's no. all. AIDS medication isn't just because a person's gay. Not everybody no. that has AIDS is gay. No. Uh-uh. 
No, no, they ain't. I mean, but let's not Ryan, get stuck. Ryan White wasn't gay and he had AIDS. Right. I mean, I'm just uh, Morbick says everyone has the right to be left alone and live their way. I, you know what? I live by that. I do not like seeing anybody hurt because of what they believe and what they think. I cannot stand that. I cannot stand somebody who has to insert themselves. And that's where a lot of other people are wrong. They insert their beliefs just like they're trying to exert theirs. Just because you, you might not like them doesn't mean that they're not a human being. It doesn't mean that they deserve safety. It doesn't mean that they can't have joy the way they want in life. That's what a whole, that's what bikers are about. So for us bikers to go and say, hey, what you're doing is wrong, we're being hypocrites. We're being hypocrites because we love freedom. We do what we want to do. So if we go and tell every and we go judge somebody else for doing what they want to do and having their type of freedom, we're hypocrites. Do you agree with that statement? That is true. That's very true. Because we're the one who wants to live out of society's beliefs and morality. That's us. So we shouldn't be passing judgment on any. We should be supporting them. Even if we don't like it. Because that's what they're doing is exactly what we're doing. I think you have to agree with that. If I'm out there saying fuck the police, which I always do all the time, that is my way of thinking. Now, I have listeners who don't believe in that. But I want to live the way I want to live. So I'm not going to go up and talk to somebody who wants to dress like a woman. If that's what you want to do, do it. I'd probably have an awesome conversation with you if you ain't pushing shit on me. And you can sit there and have a debate. But I I don't like hypocrites. Do you like hypocrites? No, not at all. I just wanted to throw that in there because you know what? Bikers seek freedom. So get off everybody else's. What do we got for news today? Well, today I actually only found one news story that interested me. We've got the police in Warner Robins, Georgia, say an armed and masked intruder entered a f- American Philly and Wings restaurant last weekend and demanded money from the employee before jumping over the counter and pistol whipping the worker. Well, that ain't cool. The employee was knocked to the ground and began fighting over the gun with the intruder who police identified as 23-year-old Joshua Hickey. Do you notice that most of this stuff, carjackings, armed robberies, and even shootings are occurring with younger people? Yes. I never understood in the ghetto. I never understood why the parents would let their... 14, 15 year old kid stay out all night on a Saturday night or a Friday night. No, us, we had to be in when? 
when the lights were out. When the lights came on outside. Street lights are on. Go home or your mom's going to kill you. And when we did go out on a Friday or Saturday <laughs> night, your parents used to pick you up. Drop you off and pick and you up. And drop you off. Yep. Like roller skating. They did it with you. Yeah. So a lot of the problems is parents are letting these kids stay out all damn night. So they're going to do nothing but get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then they let them hang out with older kids. Why would a 15-year-old need to hang out with somebody that's 25? Unless it's a sibling, I don't see it being necessary. Exactly. Unless it's a sibling, you don't find it necessary. Nope. And what good is going to come from that? Nothing. Not a damn thing. Nope. That's what a lot of these drug dealers do is... They're older, they're pieces of shit, and they get these teenagers to do their running. Mm-hmm. And they turn them into something that shouldn't have been turned into. Yeah. So you have an armed robbery here. Yeah. Yeah, and the, with the armed robbery, the employee that was knocked to the ground eventually pulled out his own legally owned pistol and fired at the attacker three times, striking him twice. Oops. Yep. And that's why guns save lives. That's why concealed carry saves lives. You pull a gun. I have a gun. You better fire first. Because if you jerk a gun, you use it. You don't use it as intimidation. You pull, you shoot. That's what I believe in. So there was an armed robbery going on, mm-hmm. and he jumped the counter yep. and got shot three times. But then you're going to have these crying liberal lefties come on and say, well, he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have hurt that guy. He was just disadvantaged. Well, when you got somebody jumping the counter that has a semi-automatic pistol, I think you should do anything to save yourself. You know what? You, you just made it to seem like semi-automatic was bad. All the I'm guns just stating, out there basically are I'm just are stating semis. semi-automatic because that's... A Except good, that's, I'm just saying shit. that's just because that's what he had. Right. But if somebody's going to come over the counter and they're threatening you and you feel your life is threatened... You should be able to do anything you need to to save yourself. I agree 100%. Whether it's, you know, grabbing like an object from behind the counter and hitting them with it to whatever you, I mean. You shouldn't have the fear of being charged for protecting yourself. No, you should never. But I'm telling you, if you have a gun. You're going to get charged probably. And well, yeah, they're going to pull you in and stuff. That's a known fact. Pull that sucker. Shoot it. Screw the intimidation fact. That's one thing I never understood about fighting. You have everybody that sits there and argues. Well, and me, I believe in throwing the first punch. You get stupid hit. That's what I believe. Well, the guy, Josh, that was robbing the place, he fled on foot even after being struck three times or two out of the three times that he was shot at. Uh, the officers were able to locate him and transport him to the hospital, and he actually died of his wounds. But Oops. Uh, 
but it doesn't specifically say where he was actually shot with the two It don't shots. matter. He chose to do what he did. Who has not been identified, did not sustain any injuries. Well, good there. Mm-hmm. But if I was him, I wouldn't feel bad 1%. Wouldn't feel bad at all. Not at all. I guess the the one of the main reasons why one of the officers stated that they wanted to make sure this made the newspaper was they want to put with this time of year and how busy shopping is and stuff like that. They basically wanted the state to be aware of your surroundings, be aware of people coming in and out and pay attention to your doors and things like that. Mm -hmm. They want they want everybody to be aware because it's a big shopping time of the year. Right. And you always got to be aware of what's around you. And I don't think it's just during this time of year, but I think that's all the time. You always should be aware of what's going on around you. Well, I and agree. pay close yeah, attention. I agree on that. Which is hard for people to pay close attention and be aware of all their surroundings because they're too busy with their faces and their phones. <laughs> yeah. That's what worries me about kids. They are stupid. They don't know what the hell's going on around them. They don't because they're too busy texting the friend of theirs that's sitting right next to him. So let's talk about this. Our main subject today. Yeah. Why the world has become less kind. Okay. Well, do uh, you agree with that statement? A hundred percent. Let's take. Are we going to talk about what the movie? Yeah. In a minute. All right. When our generation was growing up. We were taught what was right and what was wrong. Yeah. You would have a hard time finding any kind of the bullshit you see on TV now back then. Mm -hmm. I was actually going to do, and I should do, put a montage together of some old commercials from our air. And then compare them to what you got now. I think majority. I think majority of our commercials nowadays have to do with technology. Technology. Phones. But they do it a different way than they <laughs> used to. Where the commercials more back then were innocent. Where now there's like a subliminal message behind them. And the see, the stuff that these kids see and the games that they play. Come on. We had Donkey Kong and Pac-Man. Man. Asteroids. Now you have Grand Theft Auto 5. When I get pissed or I need to release, that's what I go do. But I understand it's a game. A lot of these kids don't. And, and before Grand Theft Auto came out. Your release was playing baseball on a video game. Baseball. Yeah. And, you know, I am a big now Call of Duty over, fan. Now, now you're running over hookers. Now I'm running over hookers and pimps. Hey, well, I but I know the difference in the game where a lot of these kids don't have any brains to them. But that has to do with, I think, entertainment has really shaped how we are as a country and how we are as humans. Yeah. We have become more numb to right and wrong. And when I seen this movie, I was like, damn, there's fucking hope. 
I was like, if kids were raised like the one kid that was raised in this movie, what better type of person and people there would be in this world? The kindness that we lost. We have so much hatred towards each other. It's pitiful if you ask me. What's the movie called? Lucy Shimmers and the Prince of Peace. Lucy Shimmers and the Prince of Peace. Lucy was what? Five years old? She was, yeah. Five years old in this movie. Mm -hmm. And she was a spiritual little kid. Yeah. It's Lucy Shimmers. She's a a kind-hearted five-year-old with a strong faith to Jesus and a desire to do his work. Is that the analogy right there? Read read more. Operating, it was based on a dream that the Lord gave her and the advice from her deceased turn angel, uh, Grandpa Jackson. Lucy fever, feverishly works on a book she entitles Lucy Shimmers and the Prince of Peace, featuring a, featuring a character she calls the Sad Man. When Lucy suddenly becomes ill and winds up in the hospital, she sets about her work of spreading the love of Jesus to everyone, including the sad man, a stubborn prisoner with kidney failure. He was a hardcore hardcore criminal. And she's in this hospital. I think it was bacteria meningitis because they really never said what it was, but I think it was bacterial meningitis the way they were describing it. And every time her grandfather angel come around, he gave her strength and like she was healthy, like she was healthy. Yeah. And she would go in and watching her sneak out of her room was funny, was cracking us up. But anyway, she sneaks into this room of a hardcore criminal who is played by Vincent Vargas. I believe he did a beautiful job. Oh, he was amazing. And. She was just so kind to him where you had this jackass CEO and shit like that was a prick. But anyway, she would spread her joy to everybody in the hospital. And I was like, man, this five-year-old, and I know it's acting, Mm -hmm. but the way they pulled it off was such a good heart. And I think that's why I have a problem with adults pushing their bullshit on kids. Well, see, that's just like there was one scene that stood out to me. Well, there's a few, but this one that stood out to me was um, Lucy was talking with her dad, and her dad told her to that she can't be friends with him. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, but dad, he has tattoos like you. Right. And then he goes, yeah, just listen to me. You can't talk to him. And I think it's because of fear that he was an inmate. Right. And then she looks at his looks at her dad. And mind you, she's five years old and she is adorable. She asked her dad, if Jesus can love him, why can't we? Stumped him. And he could. The, he just looked just and he all he could do was he's was quiet and then just said, just listen to what I'm telling you. Cause I'm your dad. Okay. Now let's get a kind of way from that for a second. 
put her as she was healthy. And I'm going to ask you this. We've always talked about on this show how the schools are pushing ideology on these kids. That is horrible. Sex education when they're very young. What are they doing to these kids by doing that? Look, would you imagine, would you have a kid like her if she was sitting there with the ideology that's been pushed now? No. For one, they hate the old man upstairs. For two, they want to put sick shit in their head. Where you have a pure child, pure of heart. Why can't they let these kids be innocent until they get into this nasty ass world? I think that's why this movie really struck me. Now, she was in the country. She was out west. And I would have to think that a lot of Western families, and this happens in the Midwest, Southeast, East, whatever, in rural areas where they have that different set of values and it drives these liberal urban freaks crazy. Now, you have a five-year-old like her. Now put another five-year-old that's been in a California public school system being pushed. Do you think the two would have acted the same way? No. Wow. Why? I'm talking, this is the first movie I ever seen China Dow full-blown crying. I was like, holy shit, really? It's a tearjerker. Usually throughout throughout the movie, there's tearjerking parts. So guys, let the women watch this one. And guys, I hate to say it, but you're going to like it too. Yeah. Because Hollywood liked it and it shocked me. It it shocked the hell out of me. Uh, I think it's the best movie I've ever seen. And it is a Christmas movie. We watched it on Amazon. But you know what it is with me? I think it is what humanity is supposed to be. We're such a good species if we let ourselves be a good species. But the problem is we got too much evil in us. Like I said earlier, we can't even sit down and, you know, agree to disagree anymore. And when you see a young kid that's five years old, they're so innocent. Why? I don't understand why an adult would want to take that innocence away from them. Huh? What do you mean, huh? What? You know, when I stop talking, usually that means... Oh, it means it's my turn? Yeah, it means your turn. Oh, is that how this works? Yeah, that's how this works. Oh, okay. And then we got... You know what? I'm talking about a subject like this, and we got these damn bots in here. 69xx.fun. Hot girls are wet. You know what? You're a prick. You really are. You're a fucking moron. It's not like any of them are going to click on your link, you idiot. Go ahead. Where were we? I was asked, why do people take away these kids' innocence? The sad part is, is the schools do it. Some far- parents do it. And then you got the sickos. And the sickos. Yeah. 
you know that it it kind of it really kills me how children's children are not being children anymore. Oh, uh, by the way, YT he read the synopsis. Uh, give them the movie name again so they can read the whatever that fuck it's called. I'm stupid. Lucy Shimmers and the Prince of Peace. I'm actually reading off a thing called one of the articles is dove.org, which is where I was reading some of the information from. It's amazing. I seriously, if you guys want to have a nice night with your female, this movie, make sure she gets you a sandwich first. And then sit and watch this movie. You're going to both be like, holy shit. If I say I got messed up by it. Yeah, you're going to get messed up by it. It shows that she's she was very, very well raised religiously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there. I mean, if you're not into religion, then you might not appreciate. But if I mean, even if you are a little bit because everybody is a little bit. But this I highly recommend. This is a very good Christmas movie. Mm. Really, good. it's not even about Christmas. No, it's really not. It's about humanity. I mean, it is. It is to a point because uh, this little girl every night when she goes to bed, she reads a story, like a story out of the Bible, mm. with her dad. And her favorite story happens to be the birth of Jesus. Right. So I don't I mean, know, man. It's a great movie. And then we watched another movie that was awesome. I can't remember the name of that one, though. But it was still good. It was good. This one, I think, was better, though. And I think, you know, with the Christmas movies, I actually really get into them because they are cool. Yeah. I think there's more of a morality behind them than all this, let's go kill this dude and let's go kill that dude. I think there's just too much of that stuff being pushed in our culture now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's screwing up our kids. I think so, don't you? Yeah. I think this whole world is just screwing with our kids in general. And it's scary because we were able to raise our kid uh, a lot different. That's kind of like this... Well, it's like you raise your you raise your kids because we all want our kids to be better than what we were mm-hmm. and what we are. We always want our kids to be better. Right. And you go and you raise your kids. And then like with with our daughter, she goes away to college and all her views changed. From when she was living at home, mm-hmm. which is a scary thing because you want them to be their own person and not be, I guess, part of the herd, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. But, you know, they're adults, so they're going to have their own mindset. It uh-huh. just like for uh for me, I think it just shocked me on how quickly her 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 mind and her thinking changed from the way we raised her to what she is now. Right. There's a lot of things that she still thinks the same as we do, but then there's the other side where she's just too liberal now. Mm. (laughs) It's sad. And it just shows you what, and I'm not saying all colleges, because I'm sure they don't all do it, but it just shows that some people are, I hate to call my kid (laughs) weak-minded, but I think she was. 
mm-hmm. when she went to school, college. Wow. Because she believed what everybody was saying. Uh-huh. And now whatever we say, like when you talk to her, it always ends in an argument. Right. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're not paying attention to me. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. You're doing the uh-huh, uh-huh, which means you're not listening. I'm listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a show here. How can I listen to you? Exactly. You're not. So the truth is kindness has become less and less important in our daily lives for several reasons. Oh, I get, I got to hear this one that I ain't paying attention. One of the reasons is we're in a hurry. Life has become so fast paced, filled with appointments and places to be that we no longer take the time to simply listen to someone. Why am I you looking at me like that? What? It's true. I listen to you sometimes. No, you don't. And another reason is the one that Can I Can you admit it's hard to listen to you, though? No, it's not. Shut up. Just Te- a little bit. Technology has taken the place of face-to-face, voice-to-voice interactions of the past. No longer do we pick up the phone to meet or meet face-to-face to talk to others. We now spend our time texting, posting, getting involved in others' dramas, or simply playing mindless games on our cell phones, tablets, computers, or even our watches. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's literally taken away the common courtesies of saying thank you, hello, nice to meet you, please, and how can I help you? Very well said. Very well said right there. You know, we no longer smile at others when we see them. I mean, I try to, but it doesn't always work. You do. You do smile a lot. I smile at everybody. Why do you feel like you got to do that? I don't feel like I got to do it. I just do it out of respect. If somebody You said it just now. Respect. I do it out of respect. I mean, that's just who I am. And uh-huh. I'm not going to change who I am. Right. No matter what this freaking world comes to. You know, and it's like people don't notice the little things anymore because and I and because why? Because they're too busy or they're too into their phone. Kind of like you, like you, we no longer sympathize or help someone who's having a rough day. Instead, we place an emoji. I, you know what? I, I work online and I still haven't understood how to use the damn thing. <laughs> I don't know how to use emojis. Like if somebody's having a bad day, yeah, we're going to put an emoji on their social media post or in a text and then consider, oh, well, that just showed that I felt bad. Right. You know, well there's, there, there's an app for everything. Uh, you want to have a relationship, use this app. You want to order dinner, use this app. Apps are taking away from the connectedness we once had that created kindness. I don't know, man. I think, uh, concluding this one, you got to ask yourself that question, why the world has become less kind. And you got to look for the good that people do do and recognize that. Because a lot of people don't give recognition to the good stuff anymore. Yeah. 
Well, like self-centered and greed is another reason kindness has taken a back seat because many people are focusing on their own lives and getting ahead and doing whatever's necessary to beat the other guy. It's always a competition. Mm-hmm. People are more interested in taking care of their own self before they reach out and extend some type of kindness to others, mm. which, you know, I always say you should always put yourself first. Right. But it doesn't mean to block out everybody else. And some would say that our environment causes us to withdraw from others. Like living in crowded cities among strangers, you can quickly hide your natural tendency to be generous and kind to others. Like, okay, we've got crime, kidnapping, murders, and other fears running around in cities. People have found it safer to keep to themselves. Like road rage keeps people from stopping to help someone on the side of the road with car trouble. Or serial killers. Mm-hmm. You never pitch up, uh, pick up a hitchhiker nowadays. I mean, our uh, everybody's upbringing was different if you're our age anyways. Right. Like 30 years ago. 30 years ago, we believed in helping others. Like neighbors looked out for each other. People weren't afraid to help the poor and the needy. People and children were taught to respect others and be trustworthy and honest. Today, people are more afraid to show their kind their kindness because there's fear that we will be attacked for what we say or do, and we don't want to appear vulnerable, so we get hurt or attacked with words and actions as a way to self-protect ourselves. So basically, kindness has taken a backseat to greed, technology, poor manners, and the environment we live in. Instead of showing kindness, we're afraid to be seen as the nice guy because we might be taken advantage of. Do you know what I'm talking about? Give me some sugar, baby. I thought I saw a pretty Boom, 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 boom. The zombies are taking over. WMMRDB Rockford. What's some of the best beginner motorcycles coming in 2023? You're not going to believe my choices on this one. You're going to be like, holy cow, Hollywood, what are you talking about? But hey, this is what the younger generation of riders are looking towards. And I have to say, I love them. Honda is adding a new model to its 500 platform, introducing the retro-inspired CL500 Street Scrambler. From the manufacturer, we developed the CL500 as a machine that truly allows its owners to stand out from the crowd. And as a form of self-expression, it can be used and enjoyed casually without hesitation by the younger generation in their daily lives and it is designed to become a joyful and integral part of the lifestyle. This from the large project leader for the CL500. In standard form, the off-road style street has a visual charm unlike any other model in the Honda range and can really inspire owners to take it further in the direction they wish. And if you're into sports bikes, the Kawasaki Ninja 400, it goes on to say it's such a fun bike 
that even seasoned riders will enjoy it. Experienced riders would agree that the Ninja 400's performance exceeds its entry-level nickname. It easily blows the lid off of other beginner bikes thanks to the twin-cylinder 399cc rated at 44 horsepowers. With a $5,000 price tag, the 400 is arguably the best in the category. The Ninja 400 succeeded the 300 and came with a improved styling and lower curb weight. Other upgrades include better brakes, shorter frame, beefier front forks, and a longer swing arm. The Ninja 400 is pretty much your best bet for first time buyer. The Trans Alp is revived, this time with the 755cc 4-valve per cylinder Unicam Parallel Twin that debuted a few weeks ago in the CB750 Hornet. Now called the XL750, the Trans Alp makes the same 91 horsepowers as the Hornet, which is around 50% more powerful than the best any of its predecessors could achieve, and yet it's still a stepping stone towards the open class African Twin, which is now a 1,084cc, 101 horsepower machine. The first motorcycle from Royal Enfield that really made a statement in the North American market was the Himalayan. This light and practical adventure motorcycle has gained a significant fan following all over the world for its strong build and high capability for off-road touring. It is an easy motorcycle to ride and it has the just the right amount of power output from its 411cc single cylinder engine that is perfect for beginners. In 1980, BMW made the first ever widely recognized modern adventure bike the mighty R80GS. Over the following decades, the Bavarian brand's models became the most popular adventure bikes. BMW made a small displacement version of the bigger GS lineup to attract new riders to the game, and the bike was very successful for the German motorcycle maker. The BMW G310GS packs a 313cc single-cylinder engine capable of highway cruising and light off-roading. It's a head-turner style, features a luggage carrier, ABS, adjustable levers, and ride-by-wire. It weighs 386 pounds and has an approachable seat height of 32.8 inches, making it the perfect BMW for new riders. The adventure bike market, that is what's going to be the most popular styles coming out in 2023, I believe. You have BMW, you have Honda going out there, hell, you even have the Pan America out there. That's why Harley-Davidson did that, because they do have the foresight to know that, hey... These youngins, they're not going to want to, you know, jump on any baggers. They're not going to want to get a sporty. That's why they're redesigning the sporty and stuff to give it a sleeker look for these younger generations. But you're going to say, oh, my God, Hollywood, where'd you get this list? And I went through a ton of articles and I came across uh, with these on hotcars.com. And then I seen a couple other ones on motorcycles.com. And I was looking at all the specs. 
My generation always thought, okay, let's go grab a sporty to start off with, 883, or get some kind of Honda 750 Shadow. But kids now, they demand better looking bikes. They demand better performance. It ain't like it used to be. And you got to give them kudos with that because they're getting more into the technical aspect of motorcycling and this off-road stuff man i'm you know i'm gonna go and test ride probably a pan-american and an african twin come springtime because i really get a kick out of them you know you imagine you're going you're riding on a road and next thing you know it turns gravel and you can uh go see the atmosphere if you will the scenery just jump off road and go. I remember we used to call these motorcycles Enduros back in the day. And now they have just came full circle with the technology that they have. They have better durability, better motors for one. And it's just amazing the journey that these manufacturers took with these off-road ones. And you got to remember, a lot of the people that watch me, Harley-Davidson's or Indians. Well, Harley-Davidson and Indians aren't just the only co you know companies out there. A lot, if they're not going towards the off-road motorcycles, they're going with the sport bikes. That's why I had to throw in that uh, one sport bike in there. Had to throw it in. Because, quite frankly, and you have to admit this, it, my generation, if we had them kind of bikes in the volume that they do now and the scene that they have now, we would have jumped on them. And I have to say, along, a lot of these younger ones on these sports bikes can really, really ride. They can ride better than any of us old-timers, and that's just my personal opinion because they're more into the tricks and stuff like that, which, hey, is cool and stuff. Sometimes they go overboard, if you ask me. <laughs> just a tad. But at least they're on two wheels. They're learning about motorcycling as a sport, their, their taste ain't going to be ours. See, you got to remember Harley and Indians, you know, they got a middle age type of, you know, following. You're talking anywhere between 35 and up, where Yamaha, you got Honda, Suzuki, BMWs. I can't say all BMWs because you know what? They're getting a damn good following at our age. But they got the younger generation that are really jumping on their products because of the technology involved with them motorcycles, especially with engines, man. That liquid cool, higher CCs for the adventure bikes. That's what they want. They want raw, you know, raw horsepower. That's what they want. And they like speed. Where our age, you know, you were looking at cruising, you know, letting the scenery go by them. They want to get uh, from A to B real, real quick. They don't want to enjoy the ride. But, hey, that's them. I'm just happy that they're involved in the sport. Now, 
do I think it's always going to be the off-roads or the sport bikes that continue in a trend well in motorcycling trends come and go you know you had your early days with us you had your choppers all that good stuff then it went the baggers then it went cholo and the same thing as far as the sport bike market they had the same thing where they go through different phases and i have to admit it's probably hard for all these uh motorcycle manufacturer companies to keep up with the the trends but i think they're doing a damn good job and 2023 is going to be a good uh, release for a lot of these newer model motorcycles. I love how they come out uh, late 2022 for the 2023s. Harley Davidson hasn't so far. I never understood why they wait so long in order to present what their models are going to be. Anyway, let me know what you guys think of the list. Don't forget, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, dropping a new video. Rock on!